Happy Halloween, my ghost schools and non-binary fools. Welcome back to Nerd Explosion, the weekly podcast based on a monthly theme. I nerd out about whatever I want. As always, I'm your host, Cameron. You're finally, well, not the time, not the day this episode goes up, but, you know, the weekend that this goes up is going to be Halloween weekend. It kind of sucks that Halloween is on a Monday this year, right? Like, you get all the stuff done before Halloween, and then on the actual day of Halloween, you're just like, well, it's Monday, you know, I gotta work and do all that bullshit, so that's not really that fun, but what I want to do for this episode, I want to do something to kind of make it fun, and also get into the the spookiness of Halloween. <laughs> Today's episode, I wanted to read some scary stories again. I did this last year, I think, yeah, last year, I did this last year, and I really enjoyed it, and I wanted to just read some scary stories again that I found just doodling through stuff. Before we get into that, new episodes of this podcast come out every Saturday, so make sure you like, follow, ring all the bells, do all the things, and do all the stuff, because every time a bell rings, a mochi gets its wings. But with that being said, keep your pants on, because I might scare them off as I read some scary stories. <laughs> This first story is called Writing on the Wall. A young boy lay sleeping in his bed when he heard footsteps outside his room. He peeked out of his eyes to see what was happening when his door swung open to reveal a murderer carrying corpses of his parents. After silently propping them up on a chair, he wrote something on the wall in the blood of the dead bodies. He then hid under the child's bed. The child was scared beyond belief. He couldn't read the writing on the wall, and he knew the man was under his bed. Like any child, he pretended that he slept through the whole thing and hadn't woken up yet. He lay still as the bodies, quietly hearing the breaths from under his bed. An hour passed, and his eyes got adjusted to the darkness. He tried making out the words, but it was a struggle. He gasped when he finally read out the sentence. I know you're awake. The Devil I always had a problem with sleeping growing up. Many times I get sleep paralysis, but after I bless my room, it hasn't happened in months. This happened to me about a year ago. I woke up in the middle of the night, frozen. If I tried to move, I'd get a really loud ringing noise, and both my ears would get louder each time I moved. I was terrified. I was too scared to open my eyes, but I felt the presence of someone in the room with me. My room isn't completely dark because I have a small blue nightlight. I open my eyes and see a very tall and dark figure with two horns on each side of his head just standing there in the corner of my room facing me. I panic and try to move my body. The ringing gets louder and louder and louder and I can feel myself crying. I close my eyes and in my head start saying, God will protect me, God will protect me. Then 
I hear a low, evil voice say, Dawn can't help you anymore. The Light We made fun of little kids for one thing, leaving lights on everywhere. They turn lights on in every room as if it's some sort of security blanket, and if you ever force them to turn them off, they cry and scream and eventually you give in. The only time they turn them off is with their parents. They feel safe, so very safe. I'm the monster that lives in your closet. I'm friends with the one under your bed and the one in the shadows. When you see us, you flee to your mommy and daddy. But we're not here to hurt you. We're here to protect you. If you think we're scary, just wait till you see their true form. They masquerade as one of you, and you can never tell. You humans must be so blind. Your true monsters sleep just down the hall. They pretend to love you, but it won't last. They try to convince us to let them in, but don't worry. We really love you, and we will protect you. So when you see a shadow flit, or a figure in the closet. Remember, we scary monsters protect you from the human ones, so you're safe with us for now. <laughs> BFFs. My best friend has been mean and distant lately, and I don't know why. I've been nothing but a good friend to the very end. It started off with her ignoring my text, so I tried calling her for a while before she blocked my number. As confused as I was, I tried to tell myself there had to be a good reason for her hurtful actions, so I tried messaging her on Facebook today. Not surprised, she told me to stop messaging her and that this wasn't funny. When I told her that I had no idea what she was talking about and all I wanted to do was fix whatever it was that was wrong, she went crazy stating that this was a cruel and bad joke. I don't know how many times I've told her the accident wasn't her fault, and that I'm scared, lost, and needed her now more than ever. Now, she said we're best friends forever. Now I intend to keep it that way, whether she likes it or not. I just really need my friend. Being dead is so lonely. I'll be making a visit real soon. Then we can be together forever. Paper Airplane My bedroom was upstairs. I had a good view from my window to see the new neighbors move in next door early in the morning. There was a man and woman carrying boxes into the house. They must have been a couple. My eyes traveled to the neighbor's vacant upstairs bedroom window, which was directly across from mine. It was open, and inside was a girl who looked about my age. She saw me and motioned for me to open my window, so I did. She leaned out the window, curved her hand around her mouth, and whispered to me, Nice to meet you. I'm Sarah. I laughed. Nice to meet you, Sarah. I'm Sam. She smiled. Keep your window open, she said, and moved out of sight. I was confused. Keep my window open? She returned with something in her hand, then tossed it over to me. It was a paper airplane. It slowly and gently made its way through my window, onto my floor, behind me. I walked over and picked it up. On top was written, open. 
I opened it, and there was a message. Hey Sam, I'll come over tonight and introduce myself. I thought it was a bit strange and wrote back. Come over tonight? What do you mean? I turned around to toss it back, but she wasn't there. The window was still open, so I tossed it in anyway, thinking she'll reply sooner or later. It was late into the evening, and still no reply from Sarah. My mom invited the new neighbors over for dinner. I figured this is what Sarah meant by coming over tonight. Honey, come down for dinner, my mom shouted. I went downstairs into the dining room to sit at the table, but I didn't see Sarah, just her parents. I couldn't help but ask, where's Sarah? The man and woman stared at me as if I said something out of place. Excuse me, the man said. I repeated myself, Sarah, your daughter? The woman put her hands up covering her mouth. Tears flowed down her face. The man stood. Our daughter died a year ago in an accident. I don't know what you're up to, but that's enough. They both left the house immediately. Mom glared at me. Why would you do that, son? Just go to your room. A flurry of confusion was spinning in my head. I couldn't speak. I made my way back to my room, turned on my light, and lay on my bed. Then, a paper airplane flew through my window, elegantly landed on my floor. I picked it up and looked out my window. Sarah was standing in the darkness of her room. My heart was pounding. She moved closer until the moonlight hit her face, her eyes dark and skin gray. I looked down to read the message. Behind you. My lights flickered off. The floorboards behind me squeaked. A dark whisper into my ear. The house with marked doors. When mom and dad bought the house, they thought the brown scratches on the bedroom doors were from a dog, but when they spoke to the agent, he said that the previous owners didn't have one. Mom and dad replaced the doors, but after the third time, they gave up, as the dark scratches always returned by the next morning. My parents discarded it as something to do with the quality of wood in the area. Dad said he'd order new doors from out of town come the end of the month, but I couldn't wait that long. One night, I decided to stay awake and find out the truth. I turned off all the lights, laid in bed with my head towards the door, and covered my face with a blanket, leaving a small crack. Things were quiet for the first hour after 12. I thought about going to the bathroom just after 1. If I decided to go and scared the thing away, then I'd have wasted hours of sleep. I fought against my bladder and waited. At 2, I heard the first noise. It sounded like something being scraped away, as if someone in the next room worked at the wall with a screwdriver. I held my breath and listened. It lasted for 20 minutes, and by that time, I knew something definitely was there. My heart pounded in my chest. I felt like running, but I wouldn't be able to live with myself unless I knew the truth. The sound stopped and started in intervals. I thought about checking on mom and dad, but judging from all the other nights, no one would be heard. Whatever made the scratches was only interested in the walls. And if I waited long enough, maybe I could catch the culprit. My patience thinned as each minute passed. My bladder throbbed, threatening to burst. I gritted my teeth and squashed my knees together. Just after 3 a.m., the sound came again and closer. I could see a shadow moving in the darkness of the hallway. The thing, whatever it was, stopped just steps away. It scraped at mom and dad's bedroom door. Then it moved toward mine. 
I readied my hand for the light. The creature worked at my door, each scratch like chalk on wood. It sounded hungry as if it devoured the grooves. My heart pounded in my chest, my ears, the back of my head. I wanted to move, but fear held me still. The dark thing shifted along my carpet, breathing in between the screeching sound of its scratching the wood. It was now or never. I shut up and flicked on the light, and then cried as I fell back into my bed. Mom and Dad scraped at my bedroom door, their eyes blank, nails rimmed with blood, and their mouths speaking soundless words. So I hope you guys enjoyed those scary stories. I definitely enjoyed reading them because, like I said, they were the best out of the 20 that I scrolled through. But yeah, I hope you guys really enjoyed those stories. Let me know what you thought of them on social media. The link is in the link tree in the description. But with that being said, I'm going to bring this episode to a close. It's not a particularly long episode, but hey, you know what? I just wanted to go easy. It is Halloween weekend and who knows what everyone has planned. But I hope you guys have some fun things planned, whether it's trick-or-treating doesn't matter how old you are trick-or-treat at any age whether you go to parties halloween events you know whatever it may be just have fun this weekend really just have fun it's halloween go all out go crazy with it but with that being said i hope you guys have a wonderful halloween weekend hope you guys are doing positive things out there drink plenty of water i've been cameron and as always i will see you in the next episode Nerd out and happy Halloween. <laughs> <laughs>